Paul's Call is brought to you by Brooklyn Betting. For the best sleep ever, go to brooklynbetting.com. Hey, it's your call, man. No, it's your call. No, it's your call. No, no, it's your call. Hey, nitwits. It's Paul's Call. Don't tell us we can't do Paul's Call. I do have one last comment. Paul's Call rules. When a few months ago, gentlemen, remember... This morning, Taco Bell is unveiling its own wine... Still wrong. Now this week, Doug, KFC. KFC making headlines with a new made-for-TV movie. He has a secret recipe that's going to change the world. Harlan claims to have some secret recipe. A secret recipe? We all have our secrets. Okay, this this is a joke trailer, right? I mean, (laughs) stop it. The headline reads, Wolf, it's a real headline, it's a real trailer. Mario Lopez is a finger-licking good Colonel Sanders in a recipe movie. Oh, come on! It's a one-minute trailer. Uh, It's funny, it's campy, it's snarky. Secrets out, chicken man. I'll take care of this. Ruining everything! But... It's not really from an actual movie, right? I mean, it's just a trick. There's no way Mario Lopez is playing Colonel Sanders. (laughs) Who the hell are you? Harlan Sanders, the new chef. Come on, man. Mario Lopez is Colonel Sanders. No way. In a recipe (laughs) for seduction. (laughs) You can't have a big voice. I know Mitch Palooza is all over the Lifetime and uh, movies and all that kind of stuff. I I didn't know you like that stuff, Mitch. We are getting flim-flammed here, right? I feel like a cocky fried idiot. Although it does say here in 2017, KFC released the romantic novella Tender Wings of Desire. Hello! Two years ago, Wolf, we got this. The Colonel's newest mashup. They're calling it the KFC Cheetos Sandwich. Yeah. Don't act like you weren't in the drive-thru for that one. Is the the Chicken Man. You don't have one, do you, Paul? I mean, we don't need a Lifetime mini-movie with Mario Lopez as Colonel Sanders. Take care of y'all chicken. Right. You feel me? Don't take care of y'all mentals. Marshawn. We'll take care of this I with... I love Marcia. The Sawed-Off Shotgun of Sports! Ah! Sports takes, and if you want a soap opera with drama... You love me! You really love me! No love lost between OBJ and his old flame, the Giants. I feel like at the end of my career, I'll be able to tell everybody, you know, the real truth of all of all the Like I'll oh. come out and tell everybody everything. It just felt like wow. I was coming to the end of a road, and I was pushing mm. for something that wasn't really tangible, bro. OBJ opening up on the ATC podcast, reflecting on his days with the Giants, including when GM Dave Gettleman declared, Hear my words! Remember Gettleman proclaimed right after the season ended when the media asked, Are you going to trade Odell? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We didn't sign him to trade him. Yeah. If that's what you're asking me. He'll be here. You heard what I said. Lie detector. Uh, Less than two months later, gone. He gone, traded to the Browns as Browns fans lost their mind in C-Town. Remember this? We got no damn. Yeah. We got okay. no Easy, easy, buddy. Polly, what was floating around in Dave Gettleman's mouth? Uh, I don't know, but OBJ, don't make me play the Daniel Jones love comment. Don't make me play that one, because uh, we got OBJ on the couch. What, I thought we were in the trust yeah. tree with, in the nest, are we not? He, he opened up. I'm going to tell you where I ran into trouble. It was when I felt like we had had the pieces. We know that Eli is a little older. I've given you two seasons. I've shown you, like, I'm capable of, I can hoop. And I felt like they never put people around Eli and we just kept drafting, but we were just drafting, not like building an organization and a franchise. You know, we were just never good. He also contends the Giants coaches told the young players to stay away from him because he wasn't a good role model. My objective of frightened yeah. is to be the ultimate professional. <laughs> 
I don't know what. <laughs> Can we that... have more Tyson players? Speaking of the Giants in this road trip to New York, Paul talks to football players and tries to stay out of the way. It's the Polly Pigskin Report. Yeah, Polly Pigskin Report. Kyler Murray's getting hit harder on Tuesday and Wednesday. <laughs> Then he is on a game day Sunday. Kyler does not look like the same guy that he looked like weeks one through five when he was like the best fantasy quarterback. In fact, guys, mm. ugh. I mean, even taking a beating in the fantasy football segment, and there's Kay Adams and Good Morning Football reacting to a graphic there with the recent stats on Kyler. Take a look. Over the last two weeks, he's the 21st ranked yeah. quarterback. He's not even in the okay. top 20 yeah. going for under 200. Okay, we get it. Now, look, Giants just went to Seattle, and on offense, the Giants just rushed for 190 yards. And on defense, they sacked Russell Wilson five times, hit him ten times. They're the only team with an extremely consistent trait. And that consistent trait is the most important trait. They absolutely compete all out, 100%, every single snap, every single game. Mm. Love that. Ryan Clark, are the Cardinals ready to match that compete level? Because... Holy cannoli stat, the Giants defense, Wolf, back your days, they've allowed less than 21 points in four consecutive games. And the last time that happened, 2011, in six straight games en route to a Super Bowl title. Hey, baby, let's go out there like a bunch of crazy dogs. That's no. some fun. No, nobody's dropping, L- point, nobody's dropping LT yet, but uh, not bad over there. So, look, uh, you know. By the way, can I can I have some music real no. quick? I got to run that off. No, Paul. No. What was the news about uh, D Book and right his name and all that? Uh, because there's a guy down the hallway that once upon a time, our own Jim Sharp, and we love Jim Sharp in the morning on KTAR. He, love Jimmy. He introed me and he called Devin Booker Corey Booker because <clears throat> Jim's all about the politics. Anyway, we bring up Jim because uh, we got his holiday card. To that I say, all right, right all right, all right. Casa Calvisi. Just one problem, gentlemen. Wonderful card, beautiful family. It was. Uh, it was postmarked December 2nd. No. no. Come on. Nobody is that organized and is ahead of the game to send out their card on December 2nd. And if you are, please kindly wait another couple weeks instead of flexing on everyone else that you got it out that early. That's uncalled for, and as I told Jim this morning, we're returning his card and telling him to wait till the end of the month like everyone else who's running around like an idiot as we're disorganized and behind because it's football season. So we don't need him being ahead of the game. Paul, do they deliver on Christmas Eve? (laughs) It's time once again for No Comprendo. So... You got this deal here. What if we said... Hackers break into a major cybersecurity firm. I don't want to hear it, Paul. Uh, What? That does not compute. Hackers broke into one of the biggest and most prominent cybersecurity firms. No comprendo. That's like a thief breaking into the police department. Wow, bro. In fact... We have a clip from the cybersecurity firm. I'm also the last man on earth whose computer you want to be hacking into. No, stop it. It's a real story. Prominent U.S. cybersecurity firm FireEye says foreign government hackers broke into its network and stole offensive tools it uses to probe the defenses of thousands of its customers. The company that helps other companies and our government from getting hacked (laughs) just got hacked. (laughs) They say it might be ironical. But it's not shocking. You have very sophisticated hackers out there. They are looking for organizations that may be distracted. 
And uh, this was the cybersecurity firm that was in charge of our elections, by the way. Okay? Oh, no. And, no. and because of that, they let their own guard down, and their own defense gave up a big touchdown. The bold breach has been likened yeah. to a theft of the crown jewels. The truth is, it is inevitable that every organization at one point or another will be hacked. Paulie, I'd look for a 17-year-old kid that likes Fritos and has greasy fingers. There will be blood. They will reach their straw into your laptop. Beware. (laughs) I drink it up! Thank you, Paul!